0: hey guys welcome to legacy city church it's so good to see some of you that we haven't seen in a while it's good for tammy and i it is good for us that we're back yes Yes, we did we did have a we might look a little closer to christian skin tone right now because we you know laid around laid around in the waters of cabo Anyway, okay, I can't stop thinking about it. If I start thinking about it, then it's going to make me just go into a strange mode right now. We had a good time. We got re- well rested. We felt like every day the layers were coming off of stress. So I'd encourage you guys, go there. Costco, all inclusive. Do it. Anyway, other than that, it was a Costco travel thing there. Yeah. yeah. Don't go to Costco for vacation. Go to Costco.com. Travel. Travel. So, yeah, we, uh, just one real fun thing, Tammy, we we made an agreement. So, whenever Tammy and I go on a date night or if we're on vacation, we make an agreement not to turn on the ministry mode switch. Like, when we're having date night, we're having date night. This is my time for you, your time for me. It's our time to be uh, alone and enjoy the gift that God's given us and, in our marriage. So for us to go out as a couple on date night and look for opportunities to minister, that's just not our thing, unless the Holy Spirit really highlights somebody. Yeah. Same with vacation. We decided, you know, we agreed. We won't go into ministry mode unless the Holy Spirit highlights somebody. And so he highlighted this couple in the pool. Um, I don't even remember their names. I remember her name yeah. is Gail. Gail. They might listen to this podcast, I don't know. And that day, it just happened to be Gail's 52nd birthday. And I thought, I was thinking to myself, you know, Tammy and I are just floating around in the pool, sipping on our Hawaiian, our blue Hawaiians. (laughs) Don't worry, they were very weak. We weren't getting inebriated in the pool. You know how those places are if you've ever been to one They Make sure you, you know, they don't give you much. So anyway, we were just uh, enjoying being together. And when I, I heard that it was Gail's 52nd birthday, there had been a little bit of chat because, you know, people do that in the pools. And if you don't want to just kind of move away, you're just kind of like, okay, I'm going to go over here. But we we're, but were cool. They were, they were a sweet couple um, from Texas. And I heard the Holy Spirit, he just said, gale force wind. Gale force wind. And so I'm like, I don't even remember if I talked to you about it first. Yeah, they're, they're, out of hearing her talk about how she's the one, the disciplinary of the family and all this stuff, I was getting a sense, you know, they didn't say anything about a Christian background, and I was just getting a sense that, you know, she's, she's doing what a lot of people need to be doing. She's the one that speaks the truth in the family. She, she uh, isn't afraid to discipline, isn't, a, isn't afraid to train the young people instead of, you know, be easy on them all the time you got to have a balance of course so i just i heard gale force wind and god gave me a word for her i asked her i said um something i don't even i'm not even going to try to re- remember what i said the cool thing is the long and the short of it the next day well in the pool she was getting whacked we didn't even pray for them she was just like i needed to hear that and The next time we saw them in the pool, she said something.
1: Yeah, she said, I was hoping to see you guys today because yesterday I got freedom. Because it had, she had felt so much uh, self-condemnation because she's the one who is always bringing truth and discipline. And she said, I needed to hear that because I needed to shift my thinking. And she said, but you guys had to know, even... She goes, if this was the very reason you came to Los Cabos, that was, like, that was it. I had to hear that, that you were here for that. And we just were like, whoa, this is amazing. And then we got to share some other stuff with them, but, and they've got our, um, our church name and stuff like that. So she's like, I, we were telling them about the class, oh, are you going to zoom it? And we're like, no. (laughs) But now that's got my wheels turning. So, um, uh. So they said, we're going to listen to your podcast. We want to hear your podcast that you put up. And so it just was a really fun time to be able to minister to them. And even to our server we had, like, we just got such a heart for the people there. And we're like, man, in a sense, like, we, we didn't do a lot of ministry. It was just a couple times. But we were like, <laughs> it, was, it would be hard to go there and not do anything. But we just were like, man, like, it was, in a sense, it felt like a ministry trip a little bit. We still totally got to celebrate, but it just was so, like we just captured the heart of the, of the people. And even just the, there were a lot of Texans there, and it, <laughs> a lot. And then they're like, it's close, so we'd like to come here. And um, yeah, it just was so amazing. And she wants to be able to come to Seattle Good Pike Place. And we said, look us up. Like, we will totally meet you there. And so Gail and your husband I can't think of your name right now if you're listening just bless you guys and it was such an honor and privilege to, to meet you so
0: yeah. you never know what one simple word will bring to a person who needs some freedom so just turn to the person next to you or behind you or whatever way you want to look and just say freedom freedom where the spirit of the Lord is there's freedom why don't we stand up guys let's stand up freedom <laughs> Liberty. This man back here his name is Liberty and we just bless your name cuz it means freedom, it yes. means liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. Yes. There is liberty. I feel it right now just guys, gals, the presence of the Lord is here already. You carried him in. He decided just to release more of his goodness while we were here worshiping and praying and before the meeting started. You carried your measure that you carry into the room. Now it's our opportunity to fling wide the gate of your spirit, of your heart, and release the river of living water. You know, I've opened with with this scripture so many times, and I just hope you guys don't get bored of it. We're going to worship, but we're going to read this real quick. It's from the Passion Translation, Psalm 24. You guys know this psalm, who is the king of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. Mighty in battle. So it's that one. It's Psalm 24. It says, so it says the king is coming. So wake up, you living gateways. James, Adriana, you are living gateways. You have a, a gate, a door in your spirit that opens up and the presence of God flows out of you. If you're a Christian in this room, and I think every person in this room is, you are a gateway for the presence of God to come. Out of your innermost being, rivers of living water will flow. So wake up, you living gateways. Wake up, lift up your heads, you doorways of eternity. Welcome the King of glory. Just welcome him now. Even as I read this, we welcome you, Holy Spirit. Come, King Jesus, for he is about to come through you, Dale. He is about to come through you, Charla. So wake up. Oh, boy, I skipped a line here. He's about to come through you. You ask, who is this king of glory? Yahweh, armed and ready for battle. Our God is armed and ready for battle. Whether the enemy has some sort of hold on you or in your family or in our city, he is armed and ready for battle. He is coming to wage war on our behalf. And we get the privilege of just fixing our eyes on Jesus and worshiping him. So he is Yahweh, armed and ready for battle. Yahweh, invincible in every way. Invincible. Undefeated. Unconquerable. So wake up, you living gateways, and rejoice. Here he comes. The king of glory is ready to come in. You ask, if you have to ask again, who is this king of glory? He is Yahweh armed and ready for battle the mighty one the invincible commander of heaven's host he's the king of angel armies that was my word for our server i know i'm all over the place our server angel he didn't speak a ton of great english but he knew enough that that cross on the hill that i pointed to from where we were seated that that was the cross that represented jesus and i said you know who he is to us He's the king of angel armies. Angel, angel, he's the king of angels. Anyway, so the king of angels is here tonight. And we are here to fling wide our gates, to enter his courts with thanksgiving, to enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. We are coming into his presence. So Jesus We love you. We thank you for the power of your cross, your precious blood poured out for us that we, the redeemed of the Lord, could have free and fresh access to come boldly before your throne 24-7 to receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. And we say tonight, Jesus, we need you. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need more of your grace, more of your supernatural empowerment in our lives. We need a fresh baptism of your Holy Spirit. So would you release your fire tonight? Would you baptize us afresh in the fire of of the kingdom tonight? Let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. We are worshiping you, Jesus. We worship you now.
2: You reign above all. You reign above it all. You are the highest name above all names. You reign above it all. You reign above it all. Enthroned in glory. We give you the highest praise. Enthroned in glory, we give you the highest praise. We give you all the glory. stones away, you are the light in the darkness. In our weakest hour, in our most frail moments, broke through into our lives you kicked down the doors you busted the locks you broke the chains you smashed the windows you got in you took us out you took us out of that grave you picked us up in our broken state overwhelmed the enemy. Darkness had to flee. The enemy couldn't run fast enough. defender, you are our shield, we take shelter under your wings, so now that we are free, You can have all of our moments, every single moment of our life. All of our worship belongs to you. You are enthroned in glory We give you the highest praise. Thank you, Jesus, for setting us free. And you're still setting people free today. You're still healing today. You still heal hearts and minds today. You still heal broken hearts. You still heal bodies. You still deliver. Because you are the master of breakthrough. You are the master of healing. stand ready before you, Lord. Invade our hearts. Invade our minds. Holy Spirit, come. We surrender all of ourselves to you. the Holy Spirit say, Knees. He wants to heal knees. So, if there's anybody who is having pain in their knees or something, I'd like to have you come up and we'll pray for you. And we're going to pray that the holy spirit would heal your knees. It doesn't matter if it's big or small. I think there's a lot of healing that the holy spirit wants to do, but he might be just starting with the knees right now.
0: Anyone else, Dale's coming up, Jump in with you here. Um, if you have any knee pain, any knee issues, go ahead and come up here and just stand next to Dale. We're just gonna take a little bit of time and do some body ministry tonight. I believe that the Lord wants to heal. He wants to heal our bodies. He wants to release forgiveness. If you're, if you're walking and you feel like you're under a cloud of condemnation and you just need to hear the Lord for yourself, his beautiful voice say, "My son, my daughter, you're forgiven. We want you to come up as well. And if you're feeling like you need freedom, freedom from heaviness, which we'll just have you guys. We're just gonna, like a bowling alley right here. We're just gonna take the bowling ball and knock you all over at once. No, we're not gonna knock you over. But just come, come, go ahead and come on up if you need prayer, healing." Forgiveness and freedom. If you if you're under a heaviness, a weight, just go ahead and come up. Yeah, if we can, let's just get. It. You guys could just stretch your hands out. If, if you feel like you want to come up and lay hands, then come up. But um, I'm I'm just going to tell you now: the the presence of the Lord is here now to heal. We are under His dominion. We are under. We are under your dominion and we just release the power of your kingdom for healing, the healing of knees. We release the fire of your presence and we say, fill, can you tap me down just a bit, thanks buddy.
2: Fire, grace,
0: grace, grace, grace. Yeah, we just command your body to come into alignment in the name of Jesus. Come under the authority of the name above all names, the name of Jesus. We command all knee pain, all physical issues to come into alignment in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the crown of sonship, the crown of royal authority that is on your sons and daughters. We release and we we declare that which you have given freely for the sons and daughters of God to walk in. This is your inheritance, John. This is your inheritance. You have more than enough inside of you. We just say release that now. Spirit of God just explode within him and release every fiber of his being, every fiber of his being, every cell of his body. Kingdom, 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 kingdom. I just see your cells lighting up with gold. Kingdom, 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 kingdom. guys, we're going to take communion tonight and as a, as a final word, as a final yes and amen to everything we're praying for right now, everything you need right now, everything I need. We're going to have a, a yes and amen with communion. Right now we're pulling on heaven, we're pulling on heaven to, to bring in that which Jesus paid for. this with me. We declare over this place and over our lives that everywhere we go is a perfect health zone. in Jesus' name. Fear of cancer, we break you off now. Fear of sickness, we just pry you off right now in the name of Jesus pain, we say we come against you and we command pain to go. We release life and grace in the name of Jesus. Life and grace in the name of Jesus.
3: Joy, Joy,
0: Joy. <laughs> Bring a little of that back from Mexico. Joy bomb. So I'm I'm trusting right now that none of you came up for healing because you don't need healing in your body. Amen. Is that am I correct? Because I, I want to I just continue to move into some more ministry and um, release a few prophetic words. Uh, Christian, you came, would you come up here? So I was seeing this. give him um, the microphone. Now I know if I asked you to give everyone in the room a prophetic word, you could do it. And yeah. that's not what I'm asking, because <laughs> then nothing else will happen tonight except for everyone to get a prophetic word from Christian, which I think would be great. this is what I was seeing. I was seeing, if I can describe this, I was seeing you, but God was showing me that there's something that he's spinning, and and it was was like a a potter's vessel, but it was coming up to a peak and a narrow point, and there was a word coming out. I don't know if he gave you a single word or a phrase or something to release over us tonight. If if I'm off, I just was seeing it, but just take take a moment if, if you need a moment. You got it, okay.
4: There's there's two words I got tonight and I I thought first it was for you, Jason, but I feel like there's many several others in the room that God is saying and I saw literally a monopoly board and the part that says pass go collect two hundred dollars. God is promoting you where you're at and also saw in that promotion that you're also trading in houses for bigger houses. So maybe stretching out your your tents stretching out your ministry so i I just speak that over this body in jesus name lord release lord lord where the world says no not right now the interest rates aren't good enough nothing's good enough god you're saying my perfect timing is now pass go collect 200 move on and get promoted in jesus name lord i thank you lord for that and also uh i felt god say i'm raising up the remnant In this area, this region, there's a remnant of believers that have been laying down and he's calling them out. He's calling them back like the prodigal son. (laughs) So uh, you might see people that you haven't seen in your past for a while, start crossing your path and just start speaking that word of life in them. God's gonna give you words. God's gonna give you words tonight. He's been giving you a word and just release it because God's bringing it forward.
0: We receive it. If you yes. receive that, say, I receive it.
1: I receive it. See,
0: there's got to be a partnering. Your words are powerful, even if it's your yes and amen to the word. So so I receive that for myself. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple of prophetic words. And uh, do you have anything to release? Would uh, you let that rip now and then... Uh, hey, she's like an accelerant here. so. Sometimes,
5: sometimes. So I think we need to press into the darkness fleeing and those mindsets that we have, those areas, those obstacles, where you've seen your family go in the past. Like John and Charlotte, you're going further than your parents went. Christian and Sandra, you're going further than your parents went. Your kids are gonna go further. We're pressing in to the generations here. And the Lord, I just hear him saying that we are created in his image. And I was, Your name is Jason, so I don't, for you and for all of us, but you are created in God's image. He has given you a purpose. We all need to press into that. He made us in his holy image unto his likeness, and we are made very good. We are purposed for this time, this season, this place, this job, this city, this state, where we are right now, whether you're passing through or not, You're created in his image and you are good. So I just want to release that over us, that there is an expansion. We do get to pass go with the Lord because we're created in his image and where he wants us to go, we will go. The enemy cannot stop us. The darkness must flee in the name of Jesus. So I just take authority right now over everyone in this room, every bloodline represented, and we say, darkness, you must go. Now, in the name of Jesus, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Every thought, take it captive now in Jesus' name and declare yourself free. You are no longer a prisoner to what held back the generations behind you. We are going forward, remnant. This is the family of God in this house. I'm speaking to family here. We're going forward. So I just call you up higher call you up higher. Come up higher. We're going to lock arms. We're going forward. We bear the image of our Father God. We're taking our identity as his kids. His inheritance is ours. In Jesus' name.
0: Okay, so we're just going to run with this. So I often will look up a name, meaning, if I don't already know what it is, which I can never remember accurately, so I look them up usually, and so Jason, although your name means healer, which is pretty, pretty purposeful, that's that's God, that was God's intent, but I heard God saying, good son, like Jason, you're a good son. We have come. him and let that river pull out, let it flow out like a mighty torrent, like a powerful torrent. We just pull that out in
1: Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Jason, I was just getting this image of you being so content with the Father, but he doesn't want you to be content anymore. He wants you to push through and seek more of him and have fun with him step out and just run after him so so hard he wants you to not just settle and be content anymore he's like there's so much more for you that he has and he wants you to want that so i just want to encourage you to just really spend more time with him change up how you spend time with him have fun think outside the box and just have fun with the father because he wants to have fun with you. And there's so much more that He wants to do in your life.
0: You know, I had a word for this woman, Gail, in the swimming pool in Cabo, and, and I, I felt like the Lord wanted me to tell her that, and this, I feel like this is for you, but I feel like many of us in the room are sensing this in, in your walk right now, that God is, you might feel like you're being undone, like there is an undoing, and it's uncomfortable. I think I'm going through an undoing, but God is undoing so He can redo things. He's unmaking things so He can remake, because that is what He does. He's He is set on transforming you and everyone here from glory to glory into the likeness of Jesus. And sometimes the He comes on of the presence of God. He's bringing stuff to the service. You didn't think that word would come out of your my mouth in traffic or whatever, you know wouldn't think that's there but it but it comes up and it's it's okay he's bringing it up with his presence like fire like refining just bringing it up to the surface the stuff when the pressure is on the stuff comes out and he's so faithful to just scoop it off and then he calls you what you are he calls the things that are not as though they are because he calls you holy he calls you his son couple more. We won't make you stay unless you want to stay up here <laughs> All right, so James and, sorry, i got to just look at my words here. Adriana. I was going to call you another name. See, <laughs> see, there's this, this powerful preacher in our nation in Florida. He's a South African. His name is Rodney Howard Brown, and his wife's name is Adronica. And I was thinking of Your name and her name was like crisscrossing. Adriana, just like Rodney Howard Brown's wife, and I don't really know what she moves in, but I would imagine it's probably pretty powerful. This is what I heard. The Ancient of Days has not forgotten your bloodline. Just a second. Pull myself together, okay. The Ancient of Days. Maybe you should put your hand on your wife, just, just bless her. right <laughs> now. The Ancient of Days, that's God, that is our key. He has not forgotten your bloodline. Kara had prayed over the bloodlines, the, the, the legacy, the inheritance. He has not forgotten your bloodline, your inheritance, your legacy. There's something of the fire of God that is on your family line. it it was meant to go from your forefathers to you and to your children and to their children's children. That's how the Lord works. He blesses for a thousand generations of those that walk with him, that, that know him. So I just bless you with that. I bless you with the fire of God that is on your life. There's a pursuit inside of you, and you might not think it's that huge, but God sees it, and he's marking it. He's marking you with that desire, that heart, and he's saying, this is what I've placed in you, because this is going to unravel some things around you in a good way. You're going to break down things that are like fortresses, that are like walls. Your gifting and God's anointing in you is going to break down barriers. Maybe it's your children and how you mother. Maybe it's how you're an awesome wife. There's something that God has marked on your life that is going to break down walls people that you come in contact with people in your spirit In james i just heard the word blaze i didn't even have to look up your name i heard blaze like if god had another name for you it might be blaze i don't know that's just what i heard you better ask him yourself but i feel like you're a man born for fire like you know how intense do you like bonfires Do you like to start a fire at night like one of those pyromaniacs you just throw something <laughs> explosive in there. Let me gather up all the leftover fireworks and throw them in the fire pit. Maybe that's a little bit too much, but but I just see I just see the the, the word blaze on you. And I this is what I got. You were born to dispense the fuego. I'm okay, I'm not Hispanic. Sandra, you want to say it? <laughs> You're not really, I mean, yeah, that, that's your, that's your heritage. Right? <laughs> you were born in the USA, so own it. Fuego. Can you stand up, my brother? I just want to just, will you guys stick your hands towards this guy? Let's just agree with heaven that he was born for fire and just, just say fire. Just say fuego, fire, fire of God. You have the Holy Spirit in you. He is an all-consuming kingdom of heaven is within you and it is his heart is to take dominion over every part of your life that's not a bad thing because under his dominion there is safety there is freedom there is prosperity there is abundance there is life so we just speak that over you right now in the name of jesus we declare life we say fire let the fuego of heaven just fill your being fill your entire being You. He's always had you. He's faithful to you. He's faithful to the end. He's faithful to the end. Every day is a new day in His mercies. Mama here's got something. Yeah, for Adriana,
1: I've got something for her. I just feel like there is this mama bear in you. Just in talking with you and the some of our conversation that Don't be afraid or ashamed of being that mama bear that protects your children. That God has given you that wisdom to know who your kids get to play with how you teach your children this is the most important job you will ever have is to train your children and teach them the ways of the Lord and you are going to come across people who do not like that and they are going to mock you and they are going to make you try to make you feel bad about what you do you need to know who you are. You're his daughter. You're their mama. And his wife. And you. Are going to walk in this new movement that I'm seeing with women. Who are going to rise up and stand up for what's right with our children.
0: Yes.
1: You will not be bullied and that your voice will be heard. You might be quiet, but the way you walk and the way you raise your family and the way you love your husband is gonna speak volumes to people. And your children, even though they may not be in public school, you're gonna stand up for other people's kids, and you're gonna say, this isn't right, and you're gonna link arms with others. There is a movement that is going to start, it's coming out of our church, that is gonna start in Kitsap County that the government, the school districts, they don't get our kids. Their hands will be off our children because our kids belong to the Lord. And we are gonna link arms and they're not gonna like us here in Kitsap County. They're gonna change because they're going to get tired of us. So I just want to bless you. I want to bless you with the shalom of heaven over you as a mama and over your kids. I just release that anointing of motherhood over you. Just release that over you. In Jesus' name, your children will prophesy and heal the sick. Yeah, just take it, take it, take it, take it. And it doesn't matter if you spend five minutes in the Word one day and go two days without. You will find your groove as you're raising your children. be free be free in the lord and i just bless your marriage i bless you guys and god we just say just continue to strengthen their marriage and continue to strengthen their family god that there is no junior holy spirit we just release the holy spirit to the children and your anointing that you have for each one even the youngest one father God, that she would recognize your voice. She would recognize Holy Spirit. in Jesus, and we just pray protection over this family. (laughs) Yeah, you know. You, the Lord is all over him. Yes. (laughs) He's already agreeing in his spirit. Like, yeah. So we just release protection over your family. And we release joy and fun over your family. Have fun with your babies. Have with each other even if you're exhausted at the end of the day just have fun with each other yeah it won't always be this way <laughs> All right. bless you guys yeah
0: I don't know do you guys see it I see this breaker thing I, I don't like all the different terminologies because I don't know, know where they all come from necessarily but you know they say that breaker anointing but I'm just seeing wall wall breakers chain breakers like you guys are as a family unit you're gonna break down walls like Tammy was saying, there might be people that will criticize or, you know, there are people, let's, let's face it, we all have strong opinions, right? I'm not looking at anyone in particular. <laughs> we all have strong opinions, and people want to come and tell us how to parent, you know, and, and, you know, God bless them, but we don't have to receive other people's prophecies. People will prophesy, they'll say, oh, you just wait, terrible twos, you just wait." Tell their teenagers. You we're know. Yeah, we're still waiting. <laughs> don't let me down, Ethan. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and thank you, Christian, just for for bringing that up, man. We're just so grateful that you're you're here tonight. <sighs> the whole Torres family. I don't know. the the word the name Torres reminds me of torrent, torrent, just power wash. Power washers. Power washers. You can stay up here. You should. You. Hey, guys. I want to just tell you about something, well, a couple things. You know, Wednesday night, we start our six-week... It's only six weeks. I know normally they all go eight weeks. It's only a six-week course for the awe of God. We have a few of the books left. I know it's not up here. is something else. Uh, I think we've got, what, eight copies left. Um, got a really good deal. They're like... At first, they were $25 books, hardcover. And then if you got a good deal, you get it for about 20 bucks. But then you go to John Bevere's website, and you can get 10 or more, and they're like 40% off. So they're like $11.50 a book. So we are not allowed to sell books because we're not a business, and we can't you know, do that. So what we do, what we've always done as a church, is we just grab a hold of some good books that we think will help people. And then we just... If people can afford it, we just say a suggested donation. So if, if you want a book, we've got books on the shelf over there, and that's not everything that we really hold close, but that's a good, a good handful of books, so feel free to browse those. We do have the new um, Sozo book by Donna De Silva, which is all about inner healing, which is really all about, as far as the Sozo model goes, it's all about connecting an individual with the voice of Father God, Holy Spirit, and the Lord Jesus so that you can go to him and you can say, God, are there any lies that I'm believing about you, about me, about the people around me, about my circumstances? And then you can get with God and hear him for yourself. And that is the the most important thing about inner healing is getting you and me connected into intimacy with the Lord. Like that's our heartbeat as a church, as a a body here in the city. We wanna see people come awakened to who God says they are. Like, you might, you might be, I hate to say this, you might be hearing the enemy sometimes. Most likely, because he doesn't shut up. He'll kind of run away for a little while and then he'll kind of slither back up and you're like, there's that voice again, that voice of condemnation, that voice telling me that I'm not what God says I am. So it's so important for us to really know what God says, what he thinks. I would encourage you tonight, when you go home and you lay your head on your bed and you just get quiet before him, just say, Father, he's, I'm going to tell you now, he's a really good daddy. He's a good daddy God. Some people don't like calling him daddy because they think that's dishonoring or not enough awe. Well, there's a place for you to fall on your face before him and cry out holy. But he says that you and I have been given the spirit of sonship by which we can cry out, Abba, Father, which is... It was, it's like a term of endearment. It's, a, it's an intimacy way of communicating to Father God. It's kind of like saying, Daddy. So I would encourage you to get with get with Father, Daddy God. To talk to your daddy, even. <laughs> Who's your daddy? <sighs> and just ask him. Ask him this, this simple question. Father God, what do you think of me? What do you think of me? see if you know the truth the truth will set you free you need to get your truth from from this book right here first and foremost you've also been given the holy spirit who will remind you of everything that you've learned from jesus from the word of god and he will reveal to you the rhema word the truth sometimes you need to hear for yourself in intimacy with god what he thinks of you okay so this was a free thing that Bill Johnson is doing. It's a three-day devotional about legacy. There's something happening right now in our movement that God is doing. There is this connecting of the old, the things of our history, okay? And I'm just gonna go as far, I'll even say now, the Assembly of God movement, the Foursquare movement and Assembly for You, the different movements of God. There is treasure and there is history in the things of the past that God Never intended for us to just throw away because we're doing a new thing. There's something about building on the things of God from the past and building on what God is doing now and moving on into the future with where He's going. Bill had a, or no, not Bill, Chris Valadson had a really powerful message this morning about Oxford University in, in England. It's in England, right? Oxford? Okay. I'm a high school dropout, so I, don't know. I did listen. I listened, um, sorry, I shouldn't dumb myself down, right? right? Okay, thank you, can I get an amen, somebody?
1: Amen. It took,
0: it took them 300 years, 300 years to build Oxford University. What does that mean? That means that the people that began the building didn't live to see what it was going to become. That means that they had something to begin with and others built on top of that and others on top of that. So this three-day devotional, I'm gonna give you guys a QR code if you're you know, that technolog- technologically advanced. You can take your phone out and do a thing here. It's called The Life of Kingdom Impact. It's probably gonna be a book that Bill's gonna write, I'm guessing. But it's a three-day devotional on legacy. So the purpose of legacy, discover keys to posture your, your heart and steward a life of legacy. Day two is recognize what is required to build a life of legacy. And day three, recognize what is required to. I did a typo. So just, just do it. <laughs> you want something extra? There it is. I'm going to give you guys a minute. If you can't pick it up with your phone, then, hey, uh, yeah, talk to me later. All right. Are you looking it up. Does anybody need another moment? <laughs> this is like such a, a fancy moment here we're using technology that awesome app to make QR codes from a website link you guys tell me when you're done tell me when you're ready did it go got it Judy you got it we'll get it okay Tammy I'll get it to you so I feel like because of time. So, you know, the Word of God tells us that without prophetic vision, the people perish. Or they, they, they cast off restraints. They, they wander. It's important for us as a church to regularly go over our, our values, our core values, our kingdom Uh, I I call them our kingdom cultural values call them all kinds of different things it never comes out the same every time and I I was leaning towards um, faith and risk or risk and faith we're going to see if we get to it if we don't get to it because I have a scripture that I really felt the Lord just dropped on me um, while preparing this afternoon and uh, I want to go into it I just need to to calm myself down here take a breath you know, there's, there's something about being a people that as we get to know who our God is and we get to know and get comfortable with who he says you are, what he says about you, his life, his power that he has imparted to you, the call on your life to be a minister of Jesus, whether you've gone to Bible college or not, whether you're a pulpit preacher or a homeschool mom, that you have been given the call of God. Every saint, every son and daughter of God has been given a call to be a minister of God. We are ministers. You have received the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. The same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives within you and me. And if he lives inside of you and me, he was given to you and me for a purpose. A lot of people just stop at the whole purpose of getting you to heaven. I got, I got the, the ticket. Holy Spirit's in me. I'm saved, sealed, ready to go. Let the rapture happen. We pray that sometimes, don't we? Lord, would you just rapture us out of here? You know, some people do. You know, there may be a day. Hey, hey, no condemnation. There may be a day where you've had enough. You're just like, another thing on the news that's that's coming against, the world. You know, and you're just like, Jesus, just come back. You know, that is actually one of the the cries the Holy Spirit places in the heart of the Church of the Bride of Christ, the word Maranatha, which means Lord, come quickly. Or if you want to say it the right way, Maranatha. Anyway, it's a cool word. It's also a record label for the Jesus <laughs> movement people back in the seventies, Maranatha Records. That is a that is the cry of the of the heart of God, is that Bride would be brought into the presence of the king. He wants the day more than you want it. He's looking for it. Jesus is waiting. When the Father says, Go get your bride, be prepared. Drop what you're doing because you're not going to be able to hold on to it anyway. You're going to get whisked away, raptured out of here. Perusia. Just say perusia. Perusia. Ecclesia. Anyway, okay, so I don't want to get too crazy. You guys can laugh. This is a church where we like to laugh, and we can be jokey and stuff. We're not serious. Okay, I don't have a tie on. So, and I don't, and I don't take on an accent when I start preaching under the anointing. I don't have a, at the end of my words. All
1: right, keep moving so, on. No, 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 no.
0: Holy laughter is hitting the room now. Joy bomb in that corner. Okay. Let's look at the Word of God, you guys. Isaiah chapter 60, the first three verses, Isaiah prophesied this. This is is for us. I just, God, I pray that as we read this out loud, that this Word would bring life and impartation to every person in this room, and every person that might listen later on, whoever those people are, the strange number of listeners out there. Maybe it's a bot, I don't know. But God, I pray that you would anoint your word right now. So we just say with Isaiah 60, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, thick darkness the people, but the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And nations, nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Jesus said that you are the light of the world. We are his light. He said that he was the light of the world and he also turned to his disciples. And he said, you are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before all men that they would see that light and glorify our Father in heaven. We have a light. You ever wonder why people look at you weird in the store sometimes? Maybe not after you're arguing with your spouse, but you know, because they're like, you look grumpy. But maybe after you were listening to some worship music, maybe you weren't even listening to worship music and you're just swimming in a pool in Cabo with a blue Hawaiian in your hand. (laughs) In the light of heaven, just, I don't know. Sometimes he just lifts the veil. Sometimes he just pulls the curtain back and people are like staring at you and you're like, I don't know. I feel like I've got something in my heart for this person. You've been given the light of heaven. The light of God, the Holy Spirit, has risen upon you. You are like a flame, like a candle. Sometimes our flame grows dim. Sometimes sometimes we do stupid stuff. The spirit of stupid gets on us, and we say stupid things. We do stupid things. Yeah, I know. Got my son here. He'll verify for me. I try. I try. Sometimes that flame can, can get dim, but I don't believe that the Lord's going to allow the fire that he's placed inside of you and me to ever be snuffed out. The enemy would want you to think that your flame has, is gone. The enemy would try to come to you and lie to you and say, you know, you just, you blew it with God one time too many. He's not going to forgive you. You might as well just, you know, give up on this walk with God. You know, there is a time and a place where you and I need to call on one another. When our flame feels like, seems like we're dim, like we're dimly lit, like there's just just a little flickering flame left. What did the word of God say about Jesus? He wouldn't break a bruised reed or snuff out a smoldering wick. You might even be a smoldering wick. You might see people, you might be burning bright with the love of Jesus and his power and his passion. We need to look for the ones who are dimly lit and encourage them. We need to speak and declare life, just like that woman in that pool. I had no idea that gale force wind would mean something to her, but it broke something off. She got some freedom from a simple word. You carry the Holy Spirit. You carry the flame of heaven. You carry the anointing. You are royal kings and priests. You have been anointed as king. If you're a king, then you've been anointed. Every time I read in the Old Testament where there's a king, the prophet came into town and dumped the oil of anointing over them and anointed them as king. So I think if you are considered by God a royal king and priest, then you've got the oil. The oil has been poured on you. You've been anointed, and his anointing remains. You might feel like your flame has been quenched, like the knob on the stove has been turned all the way down. You're just like a If anyone in this room right now is feeling that way, I just feel like it's more than a feeling. I won't sing the song. It's, it's, not, it's not. It's not more than a feeling. It's actually most likely just a feeling. The reality is the Lord has his, his hand on the dial, and he's just wanting you to receive from him. Can we just go there real quick? Can we just all close our eyes? just just hold out our hands. Maybe just reach out to the person next to you or put a hand on your neighbor. I'll put my hand on this lady right here. I think she needs her flame to be cranked up a little bit. Yeah, Holy Spirit, we just bless your life that you've placed in this person on each side of us. The person behind us. Lord, we bless the life of God that you've given us. The Holy Spirit who we've received as a seal of our adoption. We just release an impartation of life and increase. We say, Holy Spirit, would you come now and would you fill my neighbor? Would you fill my family members in this room? Even now, God, we know it's your will that anyone who would ask for a good gift, how much more will you give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? So Holy Spirit, we're asking you to top us off tonight. You would top us off and you would overflow that we would be like King David in Psalm 23, and we would declare right now, my cup overflows. Just say it out loud. My cup overflows. I receive your anointing, Lord. I receive the increase of your spirit. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Is he okay? (laughs) We're a weird church sometimes. That's why I love everybody here. All the time, okay. Especially, it'll be really weird when we do get that other barrel. I won't, I won't talk about it. Talk. Some of you already know. Okay. Let's look at Isaiah 61. This is going to be it. But, but I am going to go... Oh, let me just read this, sorry. We're going, to, we're going to end the evening with a declaration. So you're going to see me skim through the stuff that I had for faith and risk. But let's go to this Isaiah 61. So we know Jesus walked into the temple and he grabbed the scroll in front of everybody. And he began to read this and he stopped right there at verse 2 about the lord's favor but we also know that this scripture prophesies to us that the same spirit that jesus had on him he released to us that's why we are called christians we're like little Jesuses. and yeah we're pretty small compared to him because our big brother he is like the king of all kings but that that shouldn't diminish what he said about his intent for you and me. He said, those who believe in me, the same works that I do, you will do also because I'm going to the Father. And he said he was gonna go to the Father and to wait and receive the promise. This is not something that you gotta beg for and fast forever for and hope that you're holy enough and clean enough to receive. This is the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of holiness. I just got to pick on this guy sometimes. He just got that face that makes me want to smile. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So we know this was Jesus prophesying this, that this scripture was fulfilled in his reading of it. And this is also for us. So if you want to read it together declare it over yourself, you can put it on your neighbor too. Whoever needs it most, just kind of you know, say it loudly towards them. And I'll speak loudly towards myself. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they would be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Now pause for a second, pause for a second. Hold on, grab the reins on the horse, whoa. Yield just for a second, horsey. Okay, say la moment spirit of the Lord is on you and me. He has anointed you and me for a purpose, to bring good news to the poor, to release the prisoners, people that are in prison, that are stuck in the crap, the garbage. Did I just say that? Oh, there's no one from South America or South Africa here. You can't say certain words to South Africans, or they're like, people that are stuck, I I need to tell you guys these things because you might meet a South African and say crap in front of them and they're going to be like that's like the F word, anyway there are people that are stuck in the garbage of life, they are stuck in beliefs that have been so misaligned with the truth, with the word of God that the enemy has come in and built these little castles, these little fortresses inside of their minds God has given you and me a weapon He's told us that the weapons of our warfare, the weapons that you and I get to fight with, they are not carnal. We don't need to pick up a sword, Peter. Put down the sword. Our weapons are mighty through God. He gave us a spirit of power. I just say power. Gave me a spirit of power, God. Power, love, and self-control, or sound mind. That same power of the Holy Spirit is the weapon that you and I get to use to pull down the strongholds, to take captive every thought, every, every lie. We get to come against the lies of the enemy. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and you and I get to continue his work, further his kingdom by destroying the work of the devil in our own lives, in our family, in our city, our community, whatever your sphere of influence is. So, He's given us a spirit to do these things. Like, we get to bring healing to people's hearts. We just read it there. Instead of, instead of uh, mourning, grieving, we get to bring comfort to people, the oil of gladness. Or it says in that version, this is the ESV, a headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning. We get to release the spirit of praise where there's he- excuse me heaviness or a faint spirit God wants to establish you and I. He wants to establish us to become these oaks of righteousness. It's not an accident that God has, has released the Beveres and other people for this time right now. We, I first heard it, we first heard it from uh, the men's conference at Bethel when John Bever, I can't talk right now, I'm going to start stuttering. John Bever had his message from his book, The Awe of God and something was released. God wants to establish us. He wants us to be upright. He wants us to walk as oaks of righteousness. He's a pruner. He's a gardener. You are his possession. You are his little plant. You are his garden. Welcome him in and say, Lord Jesus, prune away. It may hurt it may even look like someone that I thought was gonna be in my life being removed. I don't know. Whatever it might look like. It may mean getting up earlier so you can spend time with him. Giving up that last episode of Netflix, right, Oscar? Not one more episode of SWAT. Can we watch one more episode of SWAT? I love SWAT, he loves SWAT. I love it because you know it's the same theme song that it has in the show that I grew up in the 70s with. Anyway. It may be pruning, but God has called you and me an oak of righteousness. We are oaks. We are not like a little flimsy palm tree that'll get blown over by the first category one hurricane that comes around. You are an oak. Just say it. I'm an oak. Arr, grit your teeth. Bury your roots in the ground. <laughs> you are an oak. I am an oak of righteousness. God has has imputed to you, imparted to you his righteousness as a free gift. He has declared you holy and righteous through the blood of Jesus. So just tuck all of your unrighteousness, bring it all together, all of your, who you are, and just come in to the body of Christ and be at at peace and at one with the truth. You are the righteousness of Christ. You have received his, his holiness. You have already been declared perfect forever as you're going through the process of being made holy. Okay, we're almost done here. You guys are doing so good, by the way. Just, just let them yell, seriously. I know it makes you uncomfortable, but just let them. Okay, so verse four, this is the important part. So we've received the Holy Spirit. We've, got, we've, we've been born again. So what does that make you and I? We're revivalists. You got revived, I got revived. Jesus came into my life. I'm not a dead man anymore. I was born again. I've been revived. I'm a revivalist. I carry the revival fire of the Holy Spirit who brought me back to life. And then he wants to use my life and your life to bring restoration. Rest, just say restoration. restoration. I like the rest part, but the Asian part feels uncomfortable sometimes because it's not always comfortable to go through restoration. If you've ever done a house remodel, you'll know. Rip up that old carpet, it's nasty. All that dust, better wear a mask. I mean, there's just some stuff that comes to the surface when you start remodeling. It's the same in the spirit. Stuff will come to the surface. One of our dear friends, she said, you know, when demons come out of people, sometimes they yawn. Now, I'm not saying you guys have demons and they're coming out right now. <laughs> but if you yawn right now, or sometimes people belch. I don't know, it's just weird stuff. I have yet to verify all these things, but I, I, I would imagine, you know, when they sneezed back in the old 1500s, 1400s, they'd say, God bless you, because they thought the Holy Spirit would leave you. So, maybe it's like connected to that. I don't know, when Jesus cast a demon out, they just laughed. But maybe they did come out with a belch or something. Okay, so that's weird, but let's go on to verse four here. <laughs> a, an oak of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, Like you have been planted by the Lord. You didn't decide one day, oh, I think I'll become an oak tree of righteousness. No, he chose you before the foundations of the world to be holy and righteous and to become an oak of righteousness. Like you are firmly planted by the streams of the Lord and you are producing fruit and he's a gardener. He's going to come and he's going to prune. He's going to have his way. There's nothing you can do about it. You can try to fight him. You can try to resist him. And yeah, sometimes that does mess it up just slows down the process but I would just say time is limited life is too short let's just say yes to him and stop fighting we don't want to go around the mountain she'll be going around the mountain so number four verse four they shall build up the ancient ruins they shall raise up the former devastations they shall repair the ruined cities you might want to move out of Bremerton because of all the stuff She doesn't really. So just sometimes, just sometimes. We're recording. We're recording. You have to fix that. Okay, I'll just keep reading. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. We are here for a reason. You live next door to those people with the dogs that talk way too loud in their own houses for a reason it's not an accident that they're your neighbor even if you don't get a chance even if they don't want to hear your conversation even if they're like why are you trying to talk to me just go back to your side of the fence or the door may open you have been placed where you're at in that job in that neighborhood in that family to be an influence of heaven to carry the influence of the kingdom into into that sphere that you've been given We are here as a people of God, and this city has to change. In fact, I would say boldly, with faith, because it's gonna take some faith to say it, that this city cannot stay the same because we are here, because I live here, because you live here. It can't stay the same. The USPS office on Sylvan Way cannot be the same because there is a Spirit-filled man of God that works there see even as I say that there's that part of me that's like spirit filled man of God well you just think too highly of yourself so I just say to that demon get the hell out of here I can say that right because that's where they came from so boom. we are here to restore to rebuild to tear down and to restore to destroy the works that the devil has put in place you know The left can go as far as they want. Yes, I said that. This is not a political conversation. But there is an agenda. And the left are really anti-Christian and anti-family at this time right now. And I'm not saying there's a whole lot better for the right either. So I'm just saying there is an agenda that's coming against us. And we can't be so distraught because we live in a blue state. Did God say it's a blue state? Did he say it's a red state? No. We are kingdom people crowned with royal authority and we are here to, to bring the dominion of jesus to this state it's not blue it's not red it's gold this is going to be a state this is a sheep state a kingdom state so why don't we stand up let's make a declaration so you guys can have fun and look at some of those things that we skipped over tonight but not an awesome picture that's faith i didn't know this but it was john wimber that 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 statement, faith is spelled R-I-S-K we'll go into this maybe next week the reason why I want to go into this is because it's so important for you and I to, to take a risk once in a while I, I wasn't sure that lady in the pool was going to embrace gale force, wind I mean, she might have been insulted by that, what are you saying, I'm a storm a tornado or something but it was God that person that God highlights in the grocery store or at the salon or wherever you're at, in the shipyard, that simple word, just one simple word. My neighbor in my postal station, young lady who has what I say my neighbor, she's one case over from me. I had a word for her. I, I know I said this was going to be the end. Let so me short and sweet. I told some of you this already. As I was doing some refreshers on on giving prophetic words for people, I had a picture of a lemon, and I saw her face. But and I thought, just there's something clean about her. Clean. If you saw her face, you know what I'm talking about. She just looks really clean, like like no makeup, just really shiny and clean. Like there's people that look that way. They're like, you don't need to put makeup so you know, clean looking. And so I was telling her about this, the prophetic thing because I've had a conversation before and I said, I actually got a word for you. I could probably look it up on my phone but I won't waste the time right now. And when I said something about clean and that I feel like God is saying that you're someone that is really into organize, having things organized, you don't like clutter, she was like, oh my God, you're freaking me out. And then, long story shorter, in short. When I said that about lemons, I was like, Do you like the scent of lemon? And she's like, This is so weird. She's <laughs> like, She has a diffuser that puts out the citrus scent because she likes how it makes everything smell clean. That that was not for me to look cool, super spiritual. That was for her to know that the Holy Spirit that I have a relationship with, the Lord who lives in, in me, who I love, who I yield to who you love and yield to he wants to tell people things that only he knows and they know so that they will be awakened to his nearness to them to his love for them so i want to encourage you guys i want to encourage myself just take a little risk if you see a piece of fruit in your mind and you see someone you see some guy at the store and you just see a cluster of grapes I don't know. Ask God about it. That's usually the first key right there. Just ask God. Say, God, does that mean something? And he'll either tell you, no, don't say it, or I want you to say it. Just, just go with them. The more we practice stepping out, obeying the voice of the Lord, and releasing what he is saying, the more comfortable you will get, and I will get, and we will become more accurate, and God will give us I mean, Christian can tell you, he's flowed in this stuff for a long time. Some of us in the room have walked in the prophetic enough to where we know that as you practice, you grow. You strengthen, you work out, and you will grow in these things. So, let me skip ahead to the end. We're going to make a declaration here. These were just some good quotes by people. Chris Gore, that was a good one. Here's some questions that we're going to skip over. Just ignore it. Just close your eyes. Don't look at it. Save the excitement for next week. So, I got to tap this screen. Cultural reinforcements. One, two, three. Well, here's a good one. I'll read that. You're not going to find answers in the problem, but in the presence. If you're going to take anything home tonight, take that one Get in his presence, get full, and then leak it on everyone you encounter. Leak it on everyone. You're a sponge. Just get filled, get into his presence, and then just get full and just stay to yourself. we got to start squeezing it out. Okay, now, let's make some declarations. You guys ready? We're going to go over these. There's eight of them. These are good. If you don't agree with it, don't say it, but there's power in your words. So if you believe that this declaration is something you want for your life, whether you feel it or agree that it's currently active in your life or not, then declare it out loud with faith. Take it for yourself. You ready? Here we go. I run at my Goliaths because I have a big God living in me. Someone needs to hear that tonight. You need to run at your Goliaths. You've got a big God living in you. And there's that giant in your life. There's that giant in my life. There's a giant in everyone's life here that wants to keep you and me from our purpose in God. It's time that we run through it. Like pull out the sword and just run through it. Okay. I consistently provide others with an encounter with God. Step into it, step into it. I am a God pleaser, not a man pleaser. I think we all need to hear that one again. Let's redo it again, okay. I am a God pleaser, not a man pleaser. My risks do not result from an impulsive personality but from a revelation of how big my God is. That's a good one. Number five, I do everything in faith. I do not withdraw my faith after I pray or minister to someone. You've got fire in your hands. You've got healing in your hands. Let's take it to them. I don't care if it's a homeless person that looks like they're addicted to meth heroin and you're like "Ah, my prayer is probably not going to shift anything you never know what God will do if he's highlighting them let's release faith, let's pray for that miracle number six I take a risk in Jesus name every day maybe we need to tattoo that one or put it up on the mirror every morning declare it I'm telling you, you begin to declare these things you're going to find yourself running right into it out there number seven I lead my people on an adventure of risk and faith maybe my people is just yourself maybe it's just you and your spouse maybe it's just you and your kids or your parents or whatever maybe you don't feel like you're doing that yet but we can step into this we can begin to declare what we're not doing but we we agree with we agree with heaven for these things I lead people on an adventure of risk and faith. That's how I want my life to be. If I don't say it, if we don't say it, we're not going to have it. There's something about declaring that releases momentum, that calls on the reinforcements of heaven that are waiting, that are probably bored because we aren't declaring the word of God for them to to be activated to assist us with. Okay, I won't go down that road because that might be a long talk. And the final one, my life of risk matches my life of faith. Thank you, Lord. So Jesus, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for your grace, your love, your miracle working power. We thank you for touching bodies and hearts and minds tonight. Even when there wasn't a prayer for certain things, God, we know you are moving. As we even sing it, even though I don't see it or feel it, you're, you're moving, you're working. God, your presence is so wonderful. We thank you that you're always here with us, that you go with each one of us, that you surround us with songs of deliverance, songs of freedom, songs of identity. You speak over us. Lord, we love you and we worship you. We just give you glory and honor tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, it's quarter after eight. We have ice creams, probably. Did you guys eat them all, will There's snacks. There's ice creams. There's probably a cheesecake still in there, too. There's There's still some cheesecake. So if you guys want some sweets, stick around. Um, If you want pizza from next door, go get a slice before. They close at 9. Campanas is the bomb over there. Not only pizza, but they also do pastas. and some good stuff. Okay. So we're going to stick around and party up a little bit. If you want prayer, if you need some prayer and you didn't want to. Oh, my gosh. We forgot communion.
3: <laughs>
0: hey, let's let's let this be the amen tonight. Sometimes we take a good five ten minute walk through communion. Tammy's got the grape juice. I got the wine. Here, let's just put the bread on. Okay, come and get it. I'm going to say that this is our this is our yes and amen to everything that we are believing that we receive from God tonight. That we are receiving what Jesus paid for in advance. So we just release freedom. We release an increase of the presence of God. We we release healing. God, we just thank you for the power of the cross. We thank you that this is not just an empty celebration. This is life. Life Life-giving. We receive your body. We receive your blood. He's got, he's got the grape
1: juice. There you go. Good
0: job, buddy. I know. Probably tastes better than grape juice. <laughs> You're okay. doing good, James. <laughs> Did you bring one for your wife too? Okay. Okay. You guys all got
3: your stuff. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. I need to give it to
0: Charlotte.
3: Charlotte? <laughs> Through the gums and. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name. We give you glory. We just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for your Son who gave it all up. We thank you for you, Lord God, that you gave your Son up for us. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Lord God, we just take this bread because you are the bread of life, Lord God. We take this in your holy name, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God. Everybody take the bread. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, we lift up this wine, Lord God. This cup of wine, which is the new covenant, Lord God. Your blood was shed for us, Lord God. This is the new covenant that you have given us, Lord God, in your holy name. We take this cup of wine and drink it in remembrance of you, Lord God. We just thank you, in Jesus' name.
0: official.